In a past life, these two blokes used to be busy farmers, but now they're just politicians in limbo. Today's panel, former president of Federated Farmers, Act List MP in waiting, Andrew Hoggard, and Northland MP-elect, Grant McNational McCullum. Are you two doing anything at the moment? I'll start with you, Hoggy. Yeah, well, last week, uh, going tripping around Lower North Island, um, catching up with stakeholders and farming groups, so kept quite busy, pretty much hearing a lot of the problems that are happening, uh, particularly with this Horizons plan change that's coming out, and big concerns there, so that's going to be one of the first, once once we get a government in place, um, I think that's going to have to be one of the first areas of focus, is sorting out um, all these freshwater rules so we can get some common sense happening again. And uh, Grant McCullum, I understand you've been swanning about in Kerry Kerry in the Bay of Islands. I mean, you're living the life of Riley. Look, Jamie, I spent half my life on the road driving to these parts of my electorate because uh, I was in Kai Tire Friday night and went to the market there and then a hot rod show on, and then down to the, and then, then went down to the oldest AMP show in the country, which is the uh, Bay of Islands show uh, at Waimati North. 1842 was the first show. And uh, like Andrew alluded to right there, uh, with respect to the fresh water stuff, um, that was the number one topic of conversation amongst the farmers I was talking to there, is the proposed changes to the, uh, the Northern Regional Council's uh, fresh water plans. Um, and it's really got people wound up. And I completely agree with Andrew that uh, once we get a government, it's one that should be one of our first areas to have a look at. Now, Andrew Hoggard, I had uh, the occasion to text Winston this morning about another matter, uh, and I said to him as a, as a sub-note or a side-note, when are you going to sort this government formation out? Hurry up. And he comes back with a picture of an eagle landing like the eagle has landed. Are we that close? I heard your boss, David Seymour, say we're 80% of the way there. Yeah, look, um, obviously they're doing the negotiations. I know they're working up to midnight on numerous nights uh, trying to you know go through all the details here but it's you know it's, it's a big bit of work like me and Grant mentioned about the fresh water rules uh, it's quite a messy situation we've been left behind with so we need to ensure that um, you know the wording and the agreement um, deals with these issues and there's a clear focus on what has to happen um, you know it's a, it's a hell of a mess I can tell you and so it's going to take a you know, hopefully we can get it sorted this week, get through all that wording and make sure that um, we've got a clear direction on how we're going to fix things. Yeah, well, Grant, you might have a flash new office in Kerry, Kerry. You mightn't get much time to swan about in the Bay of Islands over your Christmas holidays because <laughs> I think Luxon's going to drive you guys right up to Christmas and then he's going to call you back really early. What do you think? Yeah, well, we're there to work, Jamie, not on have a holiday. That's the way I approach it, of course. Although, you know, some people think that my electorate is the permanent holiday. I keep seeing them pictures of the great places that all the New Zealanders can, New Zealanders can visit the Bay of Islands and, and the rest of the north for their summer holidays and spend up large. Be much appreciated. But, you know, we are. I think we've, the, the boss has certainly um, they made that quite clear. There will be, we'll be back in the middle of January sometime, which is great. And that's, by the way, where most Kiwis go back to work. So I don't have a problem with that at all. Absolutely. What do you think from a National Party view, and I'll ask you, Andrew, also from an ACT Party view, from an agriculture point of view, what, what, what's mm. the, what, what, you've talked about some of these freshwater plans, but what really needs to be dealt with on day one, Grant McCullum? Yeah, that, that, to be honest, that's it. There needs to be a strong signal sent to the uh, various regional councils around the country that there's uh, going to be a new sense, new, new sense of direction here, and we've got to have a look at that national policy statement on freshwater 
because that's really causing a lot of this angst. Uh, basically, looking at what they're proposing in Northland, it'll make farming on hill country very, very difficult. People will just end up planting trees. And they're talking about 10-metre setbacks on, for any, any potential watercourse, which makes a lot of the flat land very hard to manage. So, yeah, that would be one of the, absolutely the number one issue from where I'm sitting. Uh, we had to deal with. And Andrew, you, you mentioned that as well. I, I said to yep. Jane Smith earlier in the show that I spent most of Friday talking to farmers uh, while supping away. It was a very pleasant day indeed. But there's <laughs> hard no work, yeah hard work. It's a bit like your job, Grant. But but the good thing about getting out and about and getting out of your city office is you actually get to talk to farmers at the coalface. And Andrew Hygart, as I said to Jane Smith, I reckon the morale, um, especially amongst sheep and beef farmers is as low as it was in the 1980s under Rogernomics. That is a bad threshold to be reaching. Uh, very definitely. And, you know, this, the burden that's created by all these rules and the uncertainty from these rules and proposed a whole range of things um, is what's driving a hell of a lot of that, you know, lack of confidence that's out there. And like Grant says, you know, the first priority needs to be around the... Uh, National policy statement, fresh water. We need to send a very clear message to councils uh, on day one that, okay, you can pause work on doing this because at the moment they're rushing through this to meet a Mm. deadline under the existing one that they've got to have these notified plans uh, by next year. And that's not giving them time to do proper cost-benefit analysis, proper any sort of proper community consultation. So needs to be a very clear and unambiguous um, message delivered there that, hey, things are changing, you need to hold this. And, um, you know, then the other key points I would focus on, RMA reform, that's got to be a big one over the over this term again, I feel. And around the emissions, um, biological emissions, we, we need to, you know, A, review those targets and have a much better split gas approach throughout it and recognising sequestration, things like that. I think, for me, I've sort of said it all the way through the campaign, those were the three big issues that I saw, and I still think they're the three big issues out there for farmers. Okay, let's just finish the peer review, because you're both dairy farmers. As far as I'm aware, you're both Fonterra suppliers, correct? Yep. Okay. Right. We'll start with you, Grant, and then finish with you, Andrew. Fonterra last week came out uh, and released its long-awaited on-farm emissions reduction target, 30% by 2030 from an uh, from a 2018 baseline. Grant, do you agree with it? Is it achievable? Well, it's certainly on the face of it seems to be. I, I like the way they've approached it. They've broken it down into different parts, and also focusing on emissions intensity, which I think is. Um, uh, by far the, the most sensible way to approach it. So, yeah, look, you know, I think, you know, it's, uh, we've, we've got to decide as a co-op where we want to position ourselves for our customers going forward. And this is what they tell us that they want. So, you know, we, if we want to sell sell over out into those markets going forward at, at the best prices we can, then, yes, I think we have to get on board with this. But make sure these things are achieved and don't just create a whole lot more paperwork that's the bit that I want to keep an eye on. Yeah, and, and, and Andrew Hoggard, final uh, comment from you, because I know in your previous life as Federated Farmers uh, President, you were regarded within the organisation as a bit of an encyclopaedia on this subject, <laughs> and Grant actually mentioned it, and Jane Smith mentioned it, and I'm trying to get my head around it. Emissions intensity versus gross emissions, two almost totally different things. Yeah, they are very different. And, you know, the key thing with emissions intensity is it much better lines up 
with that, go- that statement in the Paris Accord, maintain food production whilst yep. reducing emissions. So that means Absolutely. the kg, you know, emissions per kg of foot um, product, you know, you're reducing that. You're not reducing the amount of production that's occurring. You're looking for ways in which you can reduce your emissions whilst maintaining food production. And to me, that's the key thing. And, you know, like I said in that ag leaders debate, um, everyone keeps going, oh, we've got to do all this stuff and have an emissions tax so we can export our products because the customers want it. Well, you know, the big customer here in Nestle, and I've said this is good enough, so... Um, you know, why do we need an emissions tax would be my, like I said on the night there, you know, the market signal's been received, it's been responded to, we don't need government interference. Well, there we go, today's farmer panel, Grant McCullum, Andrew Hoggart, I think you two are going to be very harmonious in government if you can just get along with Winston. Good luck with that, see ya. No worries. See you later. See ya.